This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 107. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Wakanaga, the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. So check them out at kyolic.com or find them at your favorite natural health store. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today is Dr. Lori Shemek, and she is a leading fat cell researcher, health and weight loss expert, keynote speaker, award-winning author, and recognized authority on inflammation and its role in weight loss preventing disease as well as optimizing health. Dr. Shemek is the best-selling author of How to Fight Fat Flammation and is the best-selling author of three books, Fire Up Your Fat Burn and The Beginner's Guide to Intermittent Fasting. And Dr. Shemek is also known as the Inflammation Terminator. She has made it her mission to educate the public on the toxic effects of certain foods and lifestyle choices and how they create inflammation in the body, resulting in weight gain and poor health. Well, today, Dr. Lori Shemek and I are discussing optimizing health with intermittent fasting and ketosis. And welcome back to the show, Lori. Thank you for having me. It's always wonderful to be back here with you. So thanks. Yeah, well, I know that uh, you have been doing a lot of work in the areas of ketosis and even have a couple of books about it. I know one's being released on June 3rd, Mm -hmm. but explain to all of my listeners exactly what is ketosis. So ketosis is essentially a natural, it's very natural metabolic state that we can achieve by following a ketogenic diet or a variety of other avenues. And it has an enormous amount of health benefits. It has disease prevention, weight loss, brain health. It improves cognitive function, such as our memory, uh, promotes longevity, optimizes our gut health. Uh, What am I forgetting? The list goes on. Better, longer quality sleep and much more. So you can see that this natural process is very beneficial and powerful if we use it as a tool to optimize our health and even our weight. Now, I understand that the breakdown of the diet on, uh, or what we'll just call the keto diet, is high quality healthy fats, moderate protein, and then low carb, but more with the low carb that's going to be the correct uh, fruits and vegetables. Is that correct? That's correct. And, you know, many people think it's a high-protein diet, the ketogenic diet, which is one way to get into ketosis, right? There are a couple other ways that I can uh, list off as well. But, um, yes, it's, it's, uh, it's mostly all-fat diet and a moderate amount of protein and lots of non-starchy vegetables. In fact, you can eat as much uh, non-starchy as many rather as you want because you want an anti-inflammatory diet as well. You don't want a diet that is uh, not going to add in those really important polyphenols, antioxidants, and other nutrients that our cells actually need. And these nutrients that you're getting uh, from the healthy fats and 
the uh, non-starchy carbs are actually going to promote even uh, more ketosis and autophagy, which is a part of the ketosis, which I can explain if you wish. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and explain that because a lot of people, you know, I've heard the word, um, but it's still mm-hmm. not mentioned a lot. So people, a, a lot of people still don't know what it is. So what is autop- autophagy? Right. So autophagy... Right. It happens. So let me just say there are a couple ways you can get into ketosis. If you don't like the ketogenic diet, you can uh, work around that with other avenues such as exercise and supplementation or intermittent fasting. Well, with, say, intermittent fasting, you achieve a deep level of autophagy if you do it correctly. And this is essentially just cellular housekeeping where the cells don't have to do a lot of other uh, duties. They don't have much to do now except clean up your cells. And when the mitochondria are creating energy for your cell, there's a lot of cellular debris, oxidative stress happens. And so this gives uh, the cell time to really sweep out the junk, all the inflammatory components, if you will, all the dead, almost dead cells that are just kind of hanging around your body, causing, they're still signaling, but they're signaling inflammatory signals, right? And so we want to get rid of all of those things so that we can optimize every aspect of our health, including our weight and longevity. Well, you know, I've talked to people who have done extremely well on the keto diet, and I've had those tell me that it was difficult for them to do and i'm Mm -hmm. trying to figure out where the difficult uh, came into is it basically trying to change your mindset because we have been so ingrained in having a diet full of a lot of carbs we know protein is good but the whole idea of increasing the levels of fat in our diet and then i mean healthy fats that Mm -hmm. a lot of people have found if they find it kind of difficult to actually do keto Um, so explain some of the problems that people have had and then how do you work around that? Yeah. So, so when you're on a ketogenic diet, for example, you're eating, it's a very low carb diet. It's one that we're not necessarily equipped to handle right away. So when you jump into something like that, there's going to be a transition process that might be uncomfortable for some people if they don't do it well, uh, correctly rather. And so um, when you're eating 50 grams or less, you know, 50 grams, it's like one bagel. That's all you're allowed one day, right? You think about one cup of pasta has 45 grams of uh, carbohydrates. That's it for the day. So where we want people to get their carbohydrates, carbohydrate load from 50 grams or less. I mean, you you can have more than you want in terms of vegetables would be with non-starchy carbs, right? Not many people can overdo vegetables. You can overdo squash and sweet potatoes, (laughs) but you can't (laughs) overdo pretty much, you know, broccoli and cauliflower and all that. Um, So that is where the trouble is, is that Yes, it is a mindset switch. It always is when you do something new. And it's also because you think about somebody who's been on that diet, on a high-carb diet, you know, uh, 300 grams of carbs is the average intake per day per person. 
Wow. Yeah, and you think about somebody, you know, transitioning to 50 or less, and and actually, uh, Dr. Ward, 25 grams of carbohydrates is even better, especially if you want to really shed that weight. So in my book, The Ketogenic Key, uh, my co-author, Steve Welch, and I wrote this. It took us a year and a half, and we give all the options, all the tools, how to do it correctly so that you don't falter and uh, have any missteps along the way. Yeah, you know, I've seen uh, some keto diets where they suggest anywhere from the carb level from 15 to 40 and, you know, I mean, I will pick up uh, something and I will look at the food label. And I'm like, whoa, 15 grams of carb? Nah, that's off the list. <laughs> and, uh, that's a you know, piece of bread it, almost. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And then, you know, but when it comes to healthy fats, what, what would you say would be the top three healthy fats that we need to be eating on a daily basis to, because I know that fat satisfies us. It satisfies our brain. It prevents our brain from lying to us to tell us to, that we're hungry again, mm -hmm. because with fat, it satisfies the stomach, but it also satisfies the brain. So kind of explain that to us. Absolutely. So yes, healthy fats is, is part of the ketogenic diet. And remember, there are other ways to enter ketosis. So supplementation, exercise uh, are just a couple other ways, but the ketogenic diet seems to be a really popular way. And so healthy fats are the main macro that people eat on this diet. And you want fats like egg yolks, preferably pasture-raised, organic, healthy oils like coconut oil, olive oil, MCT oil. MCT oil is fantastic. It's a, it has a thermogenic effect. It is not stored as fat as readily as other oils. In fact, it goes straight to the liver to be turned into ketones. So if you want uh, extra ketones in your body to help you lose weight and optimize your health, MCT oil is the way to go or powder, right? And then there's avocados, avocado oil, nuts, seeds, Macadamia nuts and almonds are great because they ha they are a lower carb count in terms of nuts. Um, fatty fish like uh, all shellfish, salmon, as we all hear about often, sardines, and uh, grass-fed butter, ghee, grass-fed ghee are great, and coconut butter, cocoa butter. These are all fantastic forms of fats that are really good for you. And like you said, they switch on those those uh, chemicals, those signals in the brain, and these produce leptin, which tells your brain you've had enough, and uh, tamps down on the hunger hormone ghrelin, which is what we want. And so that's why the ketogenic diet has been, and supplementation, by the way, with exogenous ketones has been shown to really stop appetite, such as hunger, cravings. It's really fantastic for that. I know that personally, if I, I've experienced that, they, it really helps a lot. Well, I think with the appetite, um, a lot of people think when we talk about, oh, you know, appetite suppression, they're thinking about their mm -hmm. stomach. Mm -hmm. I think today, the biggest appetite suppression has to be our brain because, because of so much fructose and types of sugars in the diet, it's triggering our brain to tell us that we're hungry or it kind of leads us to the refrigerator 30 minutes after we've eaten a meal and we're looking for food again. Uh, yes. And I think that's, 
And, and that's the, the biggest problem. I think that the appetite suppression needs to be more mental than it does just in the stomach area. Yeah, it really, that's really well said, uh, Dr. Ward, because people are eating, they're particularly eating refined carbohydrates, processed foods that are triggering this reaction in the body. And so the brain is being set up to really want more sweet, to really want more food. And when you get into ketosis, you uh, really are tamping down on excessive appetite. And it's remarkable what happens when you do. People see the weight come off. They, you know, especially if you're over 40 with excess fat and belly fat, combining the ketogenic diet with intermittent fasting is unbelievable. And it doesn't just stop at appetite. It just, uh, your body begins to utilize its fat stores as fuel and your dietary fat as well. So the fuel you're getting is uh, beta-hydroxybutyrate, primarily BHB as it's called for short, that uh, is created in the liver that really has an a powerful effect in the body, helping you to reduce your weight, uh, create better brain health, and much more. So important. Well, let's move on into uh, intermittent fasting. More and more people are doing it. I understand that there's different, um, I call it different time clocks when it comes to intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. So explain to us what it is and what's the best way to get started with a, a schedule that someone who's never done it before, that they could kind of start getting into intermittent fasting and then just grow with it? That's, that's a great question. Yeah, it is fantastic. I do it myself, and it has really tamped down on my appetite, for one. But it's, it's really a great way to optimize your health. Again, we're talking about ketosis. We're talking about autophagy. Autophagy will save your life weight loss, energy, you're increasing, you know, uh, in muscle and you're, you're, you're also optimizing gut health, your lifespan is increased, your health span, the list goes on with intermittent fasting. And they have found that the magic happens when we don't eat. So a couple of examples of eating patterns would be 12-12 is what I call it, where you, you don't eat for 12 hours and then you eat for 12 hours. You have a 12-hour eating window where you eat your same amount of calories, but all within 12 hours. Uh, same with 16-8. You're not eating for 16 hours, and you're eating all of your calories within eight hours. And this is very powerful. So the longer you go without eating, the more benefits you'll accrue. So I always like to start. Yeah, but wouldn't that mean, okay, all right, let's do the 16-8 the mm -hmm. because that really sounds tough mm -hmm. for a lot of people. It is. So if I was to do a 16-8, I would focus on very high-quality, healthy fats in that eight hours to really help me get through the 16 that I'm not going to be eating. And what kind of timeline on the clock would we, would we be looking at on a 16-8? Well, you know, you, you want to eat a diet that has healthy fat in it, but you also want, um, it depends, you can combine a ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting. If you do, you're really going to be achieving a lot of health benefits, right? So, you know, if you, if you keep your eating hour within the eight hours, then you, you think about, you can't, it's, it's also difficult to eat all of your calories within eight hours. There are some people that eat just once a day. So you can imagine 
the kind of health benefits one would have uh, doing that. But on the other hand, they're also probably not eating all of their calories. When you start intermittent fasting, you will see a better appreciation of food. It's so that you're a little hungry, say, for example, 16, right, 8, right? So when you break your fast, um, you're a little hungry, but you're also more appreciative of the food. It's very interesting what happens. And uh, I've never fasted for one meal a day. I've not done that. But many people say that they have and are benefiting from it, especially in terms of weight loss. But all of the health benefits I mentioned before really happen when you the longer you go. So some people fast for three days. <laughs> yeah, but I don't recommend that without a doctor. Well, yeah, because you know, supervision. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just yeah, I just did a three day uh, fast week before last, and I don't really mind the eating one time mm -hmm. a day. But I want to make sure that when I do, it's not in the evening. I like it more towards, uh, you know, early afternoon. And um, I just feel better. I don't want to feel heavy right. in the evening and at you all. know, it's much better for you. You know. If you eat and then go to sleep, which many people do, it's very hard, not only on the digestive tract, but on your whole body, your, circ your circadian rhythm. The mitochondria tend to get damaged if one does this. And mitochondria are very important little organelles that create cellular energy without which we would not be alive. And so we want to keep, we want to have a lot of mitochondria and we want them healthy. So when we eat before we go to bed, it can have some harm, harmful effects on our cellular health as well. So this is what you know, getting into ketosis is all about. It's about increasing your mitochondria. Bi mitochondrial biogenesis occurs when ketosis happens. So ketosis is the key. That is the ketogenic key, the name of my book, no less. And um, <laughs> it really is because it is really a lifesaver when it comes to uh, every aspect about your health and weight. Well, what are some of the stories that you have heard from people you have helped that have gone on not only just doing keto, but also practicing intermittent fasting? I mean, there's so many people now that are telling me that mentally they they feel mm -hmm. the best in years and they're not dealing with pain. And that's something that we ought to cover, too, because a lot of people don't realize that their body is going to start uh, getting rid of inflammation that's built up based on their eating habits. That's a really great question. Yes, the the benefits for so many people, my clients, readers, uh, have been enormous. You know, you think about people, women, with PCOS, it's, it's, it's a chronic issue condition that many women have, and it's affecting their daily life. It, it helps reverse PCOS for, for women. Skin, eczema is cleared up for these people. You, you name the health condition, and you hit the nail on the head, Dr. Ward, with inflammation. Because if you're inflamed, ketosis is going to be your best friend. It's a key player in helping tamp down on inflammation. And we all know that the ketogenic diet is naturally an anti-inflammatory diet, which is great. So, you know, when, you, when you're reducing your carb intake, your glucose essentially in, in brackets intake, 
your your sugar intake, you're avoiding sugar, all of that is anti-inflammatory. You're getting rid of the inflammatory components and you're adding in really healthy fats. You think about an egg yolk. How healthy is an egg yolk, right? Or avocado. How healthy is an avocado? And uh, so, you know, when you do all that, you're reducing foods that feed inflammation and you're promoting that ketone I mentioned earlier, BHB, that blocks what's called the NLRP3 inflammasome. And this is an immune receptor that's linked to inflammation. So it blocks that when you get into ketosis. Oh, well, the thing that yeah. you have brought, uh, you mentioned PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So for a lot of you mm-hmm. ladies listening to this, to this episode, listen up. The number one cause, of course, it took doctors many years to finally figure this out, and it's only been within the last 10 years that they finally learned that it was insulin resistance was the number one cause right. for polycystic ovarian syndrome, not wayward hormones. It was actually insulin resistance. And also with the ketosis, the ketogenic diet, a lot of people need to realize this is not new. This was actually designed by John Hopkins back in the 1920s. That's how old this diet is. And for a lot of people, it's no longer a diet. It's a lifestyle. And it's not a fad. It's not a fad. <laughs> it's been around for a hundred freaking years. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, and, and the reason why it was created was because of children that were having seizures. So it proved that healthy fats in the diet are vital to the brain because why the brain is 70 percent fat so if you feed it a healthy fat you're going to get the full benefit of better memory uh, no brain fog you're going to read greatly reduce uh, any risk for alzheimer's which i truly believe is not Mm -hmm. genetic the diet in the family's genetic not the disease itself i love that yep exactly and so so but back to, the, I was going to say, the, the insulin resistance part, the one thing that's wonderful about ketosis, in, I'm sorry, the ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting, particularly intermittent fasting, it really flattens the insulin response and it flattens glucose. And that's what you want, the two of them. That's why it's so beneficial for PCOS. So exactly. Now, let me ask you this, because on the on the intermittent fasting, so that way my listeners uh, can learn this on on a 12, 12, what is the perfect time to start the eating process? And then uh, and then when does the intermittent fasting start and end? Just so that way people, if they have a clock in their head. Right. So if you say, let's say you eat dinner at eight o'clock at night, that's your last meal, right? and you don't eat again until 8 o'clock the next morning. Well, you're fasting from 8 o'clock until 8 that next morning, and most of it is done while you're asleep. So that's the good news. And also when we sleep, we enter a natural state of ketosis, assuming uh, we don't get up and eat during the middle of the night. Uh, A lot of people, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've never understood the concept of waking uh-uh. up in the middle of the night and going to go in the kitchen and eat. I, I cannot even fathom resistance. that because I've never done that in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. 
Yeah, either yeah, that that's boredom or something. I don't know what that is. Now, how do you do the sixteen eight? So you you just make sure that you are going without food for sixteen hours instead of twelve. So if it's hard for you from tw- say you, you're doing really well at twelve, you want to get more ketotic benefit, right? You want to go into ketosis longer. You just Add, tack on another hour, another two hours, another three hours, another four hours until you feel comfortable doing that. And I'm here to say that it does, it's not challenging once you do it consistently. If you once see the body, uh, the human body is based on circadian rhythm. And if, you've, if you're used to eating breakfast, say at six in the morning or seven in the morning, your stomach growls every six a.m. or 7 a.m., right? Because the, right. the body just works on that kind of rhythm. And so it will get used to your new schedule if you, will, if you give it time, give it, give it a week, and it will get used to it, sometimes even less it takes. Now, do we do this a couple of times a week, or do we do this something every day? Because to me, if you're eating at 8 o'clock at night... I don't mm-hmm. see the big deal of doing that almost every day, but you know, I like the fact of the sixteen eight because that means I could go as late as eight o'clock, and then I'll then I'm not looking to eat again until lunchtime the next day. Right, exactly, and that's what I do. I just I wait until t- uh, noon or one o'clock in the afternoon before I have my first meal, and it's it's fine. And you know, the good news about that is. Um, that you save a lot of money and a lot of time and food thinking about it, trying to prep for it, right? Yeah. And so it works really well. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that idea. Now, for all of my listeners out there, where Mm -hmm. can they... Uh, not all they. I know all, everybody out there. So for everyone who can hear the sound of my voice, you really need to get uh, Dr. Shimmick's book, "How to Fight Fat Inflammation," so you'll understand why fat, or or let's say excess weight in the body, leads to inflammation. We know that obesity can lead to heart disease and cancer and diabetes, and and the list goes on and on, and. Now, is your book, The Beginner's Guide to Intermittent Fasting, is that out now? That's out now, and that is available on uh, Amazon as a beginner's guide. It's a quick little read that people can pick up and really know how to do it right. It doesn't take, it just, you don't want to make mistakes like eating calories while you're fasting because people don't realize that simply, you know, eating a calorie, even if it's in sugarless gum or whatever, is going to break that fast. So there, there are things in there for people to really gra- to get to understand that will help them uh, learn how to intermittent fast correctly. And then my next book is going to be released June 3rd, and it's available now on Amazon as softcover and Kindle called The Ketogenic Key. And you can find that on Amazon as well. And my first book, Fire Up Your Fat Burn, is on there as well. Ah, uh, great. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're want, you're wanting to know more, I know that you always do. And all of Dr. Shimmick's books are very easy to read, easy to understand. She breaks it all down. There have been thousands of testimonies of people's lives being changed by following all of Dr. Shimmick's suggestions and everything that she has written. So if you have always had a difficult time losing weight or feeling better, you need to check out Dr. Lori Shimmick's books. Go to Amazon, just type in her name. They'll all pop up. 
Uh, I, for Thank one, is, is the type that likes to download mine into Kindle. So uh, I run out of <laughs> shelf space. So there's nothing like having a Kindle and having 50 books right. in there. <laughs> you know, so. I know. And then there are others that love to hold it in their hands. So. Yeah, my my daughter's that way. She likes to hold the books in her hand. I'm like, just mm-hmm. just put it in my Kindle and I am fine. So <laughs> that is great. And, and doc, Dr. Lori, it is so great to have you back on the show. You, Thank you're you a, so much. You're a wealth of information. <laughs> And thank you so much for well, you're wonderful blessing us with your time. So thank you. You're a blessing. Hey, you really are, Dr. Well, Lord. Th- thank well, you. Well, thank you, Lori. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radiomd.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds. Rate the show on iTunes. This was a five-star show. So give us those five stars. And thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And now you can download our show on Spotify. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. You can learn more about me as well as my daily television show, uh, The Dr. Ward Bond Show, at drwardbond.com. And thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.